Hello. It's 2020. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you all had a good Christmas. It's the Wise Owl Podcast, and it's back! Yes, welcome back. Hope you all had a good Christmas, good New Year. I didn't really, to be fair. I was very, very ill, so... Uh, I was going to do a, a podcast in between the 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 Christmas and the New Year period, but I was very, very ill, as I always am, because I think the beer just catches up with me, you know what I mean? And um, unfortunately, I missed the Stoke game away, I missed the Cardiff game, and I also missed the Hull game as well, so absolute killer. And then obviously the Brighton game was away as well, which I didn't get a ticket for, but I missed three games, which I could have gone to, and I missed all three. Thankfully, it sounds like I missed like some pretty drab games, so I don't know who the real winner is out of them. But anyway, yeah, I'm sorry that I haven't uh, been in been in touch sooner, and uh, I, I've been a bit quiet on social media as well. But I'm back. Here I am, back for the new year, back with a back with a passion. No more beer for a month. I'm trying the dry jam. I mean, I don't know if anybody else is trying it, but I'm dying already. I'm literally dying, and I've got a a um, free bar to go to on the 25th January. So, I mean, I'm not doing that. I am not doing dry jan on that day. There's no way. You can't go to a free bar and not drink. It's just impossible. It's it's literally impossible. With It's a free bar, for God's sake. But anyway, I'm getting off on a bit of a tangent here. But yeah, so since I last uh, were in touch with you, it was the day before the Stoke game. So... In between the last podcast and now, we've picked up zero points in the league from three games, which is also always good to hear. But, you know, it's a tough part of the season, to be fair. Um, I think a lot of people do struggle. A lot of teams do struggle with it. Um, so it, it, it is tough. It is tough. The, the three games that we played... I mean, Stoke, even though they're not doing very well this season, they have, on paper, probably got a probably got a better side than, than uh, Wednesday. Cardiff, you know, they've been regimented under Neil Warnock for a long period of time. The, Neil Harris is coming there. Seems like he's done a pretty decent job. A team that's not long since been relegated from the Premier League as well. And then Hull, again, a team that's not long since been relegated from the Premier League, but a team that's always kind of been a bit of a... Um, a tough game for the Owls, but yeah, so I can understand three losses out of three, but really on the form that we've been in, you know, we're, we're still not doing very well, we should have probably turned them over, maybe got at least a point, Cardiff, I mean, was ridiculous, we just threw that away, Um, and again, Hull, we just, I don't know, we just haven't had much luck against Hull this season, uh, we didn't play very well against them last time, but Anyway, the problem is is that when it gets to the Christmas period, there's a lot of games to play, um, the Christmas and New Year period anyway. There's a lot of games to play, a lot of things to be done, such as transfers coming in and out. And, you know, it's cold. It's, you know, the novelty of the beginning of the season or the end of the season novelty isn't there yet or the novelty of the start has disappeared. So it's a bit of a, a, bit of a purgatory time, I would say, because it's a bit of waiting and hoping i guess and and it's tough for teams you know th- this is the make or break part of the season really uh, i would say 
other than the last game or the last few games, that's where everything kind of boils down to it. But the middle of the season, that's where you can your seasons can go from good to bad or bad to good. You know what I mean? You've still got half a season to play with, but it's always tough to to come back um, fighting if you've not done very well in the transfer period and 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 the Christmas period because it, it's just very very tough. There's a lot of games, a lot of players get knackered. And and as I said, with the novelty wearing off, fans start to dissipate and don't back the club as much. You know, in the past few games, um, obviously the the Cardiff and the Hull games, you know, uh, I haven't been to, but I had a lot of reports that you know it was um, poor a poor atmosphere, which is is a little bit concerning to be fair because we are. We are Wednesday. We're the massive. We're we're supposed to be home and away the best fans in the world. Um, away, I think we've got a fantastic support, but at home it seems to dissipate a bit, as I say. Um, and I I don't know. Maybe it's because you know we go flat. You know, it's as I say, it's a tough time of the season. It's a lot of money to pay. It's a cold time of the year, and it's difficult to back your team and really get them going. But. You know, it is tough, it's really tough, um, and I understand that it's tough, but you've got, we've got to back um, Wednesday at this time because we've got to just keep the faith of them. Um, you know, there's been a lot of hate on, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram where how poor Wednesday's been. You know, uh, the day before Christmas, it was, you know... Were fantastic. If if I people were saying if I would have thought that Wednesday were third in the pre, in the championship at this stage of the season, then um, you would have called me a madman. But like, uh, but Wednesday's been fantastic. Gary, Gary Monk's done a fantastic job, and then now, well, the, just before the Brighton game, um, it's uh, it's gone a bit. It's changed a little bit because of the Brighton game. But they were calling for Gary Monk's head. A lot of people were calling for his head, which I think is ridiculous. I think, I think obviously, that. As I said at the start of the season, uh, I I did hope for Wednesday to get in the playoffs. I think there's still definitely a chance, but I was expecting them to finish in between 7th and 10th, really, I, I would say. This season in the Championship, it's been full of drab teams, really poor sides. I mean, the, even even the best West Brom and Leeds, obviously the best two teams in the league they've still messed up you know we relatively played pretty well against them at home when we played against them we played pretty well against West Brom we could have probably got a point against West Brom but we we threw that away um but yeah the teams like Bristol City they've come and done nothing I mean even the teams that we've lost against they are like or drawn it like Birmingham where we drew against Birmingham or or Swansea or um or Cardiff for example None of them has ever been that standoutish. Um, they've just been average, you know. With Brentford as well, teams that are in the playoffs have just are not really that good. I mean, maybe you would say Preston are doing all right at, at this stage, but as I say, there's no real team where you go, you know what? They're they're good enough to go up this season. You know, previous season, you know, we United playing very well, Norwich were battering it every game. Aston Villa had the money and the players and uh, probably should have gone up automatically, really. But, you know, and even Derby, even Derby were Lampard and um, 
uh, Leeds last season. You know, you had a lot of teams in there which had potential to go up, and and this season it's it's a bit, a bit dire actually. It's a bit of a dire league, and I think that's why Wednesday was as high as they were. They have dropped down a little bit, but you know, I, I personally think there is some changes that needs to be made. A hundred percent. I think everybody agrees with that. There is some changes. We need to get some more fresh legs in, some new legs, some young legs as well and and change things up but I don't think it's generally down to the manager um I don't think that Gary Monk should be getting this hate I think it is difficult for Gary Monk because I think when he stepped in he were always on the back foot with Brucey leaving obviously Brucey was probably the best manager most successful manager so I say other than probably Warnock I think that that is in in championship history um and to go from him to Gary Monk, who's someone that, you know, he's managed Leeds before. A lot of people don't really take to him. Um, he can be a bit, you know, rub, rub you up the wrong way type of guy. And, um, you know, coming in at that stage of the season, it, it's it's difficult. It was difficult for him. And I, and I think you've got to, like, our fans have got to understand that. I, I do back... Gary Monk. I think with the with the opportunities that we had at that stage, you know, it was Chris Hewton. Everybody wanted Chris Hewton, and obviously he didn't want the job. The next best manager, I think, probably were Gary Monk. You know, you would think, you know, the other opportunities were, you know, Holloway was rumoured, who was now at Grimsby. Uh, Gary Rowett were in there. Um, you know, who was at Millwall. I mean, what what do you think? Do you think that? We would have been better with Rowett. Do you think we would have been better with with Ian Holloway, or do you think we we would have just been as good with Gary Monk? I think Gary Monk's got a regimented plan. I think these changes that he wants to make and he needs to make, and you know he's just battling with the team that he's got at the moment. But you know these games where where I've watched this season, where I've looked at it and I thought, bloody hell, I think we're playing. Very close to how we played under Carlos. That was the, the Carlos football when 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 Carlos was manager. That was obviously the best football that I've seen Wednesday play ever in my lifetime. Um, but when when Gary Monk came in, you know, they looked very very good. They they played really really well. Uh, in in some games we've actually absolutely bad. You know, with the Middlesbrough game and the Nottingham game, Nottingham Forest game with 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 Amadon. Uh, and unfortunately, it just—it's not that often that that happens. And I think that it's a mixture of the players and the tactics, possibly. But um, I think it mainly just come down to the players, really. I think that the tech sometimes Gary Monk may have made some uh, odd decisions with formations and uh, starting lineups. You know, maybe playing one up front at home is not really the way to go. But when he's only got the players that we've got at hand, it's difficult. You know, you look at our strike force, other than Fletcher, we've got no goal-scoring players. Um, you know, Winnell's not, Winnell's not scoring. You know, Rhodes did get the hat-trick, and I really hope that he'd fly on from that, but he doesn't look like he has. So, you know... Rhodes is difficult. Newey will never score you loads of goals. Forestier is a bit AWOL at the moment. I don't know what's happening with him. Um, 
I don't know if he's injured or not. So, it's, it's difficult in that department. In regards to defensive... Uh, in in regards to defence, I think we're very, very solid. I, I think that's why we've done pretty well. We've not really conceded a lot. We have conceded at the end of games in sloppy moments. We've thrown away lots and lots of points. So we probably would have been 10 to 12 points better than we are now. But that's the way it goes. You know, it swings around. About There's probably games what we played in played this season where I would say we didn't deserve to win. You know, maybe the Stoke game at the start of the season where we won 1-0. I don't think we really deserved to win that, but we did. So, you know, it's, as I say, a bit of swings and roundabouts. But I think with managers, they need to have time. You you know, they have a lot of stick. And and managers' jobs are just solely on results. If you don't get the results, you, you'll get sacked. It doesn't matter how you play. You can play as shit as you like. But as long as you get three points every week, no one will bat an eyelid. He was like Ito Cranker at Middlesbrough when he, were, when he were there. He played the worst defensive football of all time, but he got, he got them results and he got them promoted. Um, but unfortunately, you know, that's it soon panned out. But I think if you play well, there's a very high chance that you'll get a result. And if you go for it and you attack... You know, you can at least say you've tried, and and if you don't pick up points for a lot of the time, I think you've got to put it down to the players in in that type of tactic. If you play defensively, you've only got the manager to blame. You've only got you know. You look at uh, at Josh Lukai, he just played defensively every game. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Most of the times it didn't, and then you've only got the manager to blame. He played the wrong people. He kicked out the best key players in the squad were Hutchinson and Westwood and, and look what happened and I think you know Gary Monk's been a bit of a at fault for that you know people have called for you know Forestieri to play and Rose to play and whoever to play and, and he hasn't done it just yet but he has done it he has accepted that that Wednesday fans want that and he needs to you know he, he's still in the first six months of his job well yeah first six months of his job so He's a very new manager. He's still learning the ropes at Wednesday. He's still learning about the players. And you've got to give him at least a season, I would say, to at least two transfer windows. You know, the, the January transfer window that we're in now and the summer transfer window. All being well with the EFL, we, we won't go into a transfer embargo and we can, we can prosper from that. But we, as I say, I think we've just got to back... Wednesday and we've got to back the players that we've got even though we, we do probably need some extra signs and we need to back Gary Unk and I think if we back him that's as much as we can do that's all we can do and then we just see how it pans out see how the next two transfer windows pans out and if things aren't going the, the right way then things might need to change depending on the manager or the players or, or whatever but you know, I think with Gary Monk, I think we've got a very good manager and I think we've just got to keep sticking behind him and, and doing the Wednesday way of just believing. Believing in something that might not happen. But anyway, yeah, so going on to the transfer window, it's it's tough. It's, you know, all being well, we're not going to be under a transfer in Bali in the January transfer window. So... I don't know how much money we've got to spend. If you have a look on Sky Bear, 
we are actually rumoured to sign Mario Balotelli for for 16 to 1 odds. We've got Adama Traore on there for 100 to 1 odds. And we've got Timo Werner as well, who's like rumoured to go to Liverpool and play up front, like starting 11 at like 250 to 1. I don't know how we've even got on the odds board for that. We're, we're ridiculously far out, ridiculous odds. But, I mean, the Mario Balotelli, 16 to 1, I mean, that's not a million miles away. I mean, Jesus. Can you imagine Mario Balotelli up front for Wednesday? <laughs> it's just stupid. But anyway, I don't know whether that is rumours because people are just putting stupid bets on for Wednesday or whether there is a bit of, a bit of method behind that madness that we might be we might have a bit of money to spend. And whether that's why that the odds have been lowered, because somebody knows something that we don't that Wednesday actually can spend some money because they've all because all the things been cleared now, it's just that we're getting charged something ridiculous. We can now spend money again. So I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna to be tough. We have been rumoured to sign a lot of players already and it's only the fifth uh, of January today. And um you know I've heard uh, loan rumours about Connor Wickham, Glenn Murray loan signing, I've heard about Wilfred Boney, I've heard about um, ben Marshall, I've heard about Martin Olsen, the left-back. Um, what else have I heard? I've, heard? I've heard absolutely loads of different players. And and to be fair, um, I've heard about a lot of people going out. You know, Also, Aidan McGeady, which I just can't get my head around. Aidan, Aidan McGeady coming back. I've never seen a player lose the ball as much. Oh, God, I can't, I can't bear if he comes back. But... Um, yeah, uh, rumours about Winnell going to Sunderland. Um, obviously, rumours about Fletcher maybe going to West Brom. Westwood leaving. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, there's a lot of players in the last con- last month, few months of the contract. There's going to probably be a lot of changes in the summer more than now. But I think there needs to be a couple of additions now. I think defensively, we're pretty sound. You know, I think Palmer and Fox... Fox has done very well this season. Palmer's been okay. Um, Iolfa's probably been the player of the season so far for me. He's been an absolute worldie. And I think we'll probably, once some Premier League teams clock onto him, I think we'll struggle to keep him. Because he's got all the attributes of a good centre-back. I mean, as annoying as it sounds, I think he would properly fit into a, a Sheffield United team. You know, with three at the back and him being pacey. You know, he's strong, he's pacey. He's an absolute athlete and a weapon, and I love him. But I think it's going to be difficult to keep him. I mean, he's got all the attributes of a good centre-back in the Premier League. You know, he has got a little bit of a mistake in him now and again. But there you go, he's, he's good enough to be in the Premier League. He's still young as well. So with the right training, right coaching, I think he could be a top, top player. But... You know, I think he's a bit similar to Michael Hector in that sense. But Hector read the game very well. Uh, but he was very, very... Well, not very, very slow. But he was slower than I offer. And I think that probably just stopped him from being a Premier League player. It could be a low-down Premier League player. But I offer, he could go could go very far. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Borna's quality. Borna's been... Top draw this season. Lees is always pretty, uh, pretty fairly consistent. But to be kept out of the team by them two, there must be something good about Borner and Nyofa. 
Um, and obviously, I just want to have a little bit of a, a song and dance about um, Aziz. I think he's called Aziz Yohoghide. I think that's how, I don't know how you pronounce it, but the right back who played for us against Brighton, um, yeah, I, I'm going to call him um, Big O because I think that's what everyone calls him behind uh, behind the scenes. But yeah, Big O, he, I've never been so moved by uh, a post-match interview. He just absolutely loved it. That is what it's all about. You need more players like that. He absolutely loved it. He, he was smiling all the way through. He just enjoyed it. He played football. He had a good. He had a very good game, and he weren't. He weren't nervous. He he said in the interview, he wasn't nervous, and there were no reason to be because he was doing what he loved. He loved going out there playing football and just playing a good game. You know there is probably pressure on, but when you love what you do and you have confidence in yourself, like what he did. I mean, by the sounds of it, he he played very very well. For a first uh, senior debut, but you know he loved it at the end. He would he were having a mad session with fans, and it was just it was just so refreshing to see for a Wednesday player. He, like he absolutely loved it, and I really hope he gets a start. I hope he gets a start against Leeds on Saturday. I'd I'd love him to get a start. I mean, probably most likely Palmer won't be back after that uh, horrendous challenge at Stoke. But um, yeah, uh, 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 Cardiff, sorry, but I'd love him. I'd love him to be back in the lineup. I think he deserves it, I, I, and uh, I think we need more players like that. We need some new, fresh legs, and as I say, that's what I'm going to move on to. You know, I think in regards to selling players, um, a lot of players are in the end of the contract, so probably won't get anything from You know, you look at Fletcher, he could possibly be out for the season now, it looks like. We you know, in the Brighton game he were really he looked really, really hurt. Um you know, knew you I think he's in the last six months of his contract. In regards to Winnell and Rhodes, I mean, I think for the wages you'd probably get rid of them. You need pace, we need some pace up front, we need some pace all around the board really, but up front is the place where we're missing it. Um and we really need something a bit different. You know, Forest's area looks a bit AWOL at the moment. I mean, to be fair, I mean, a lot of players can go. I think I think Harris is a good signing. He's not done as well in the last couple of months, but he is a good signing. Um, Odebadjo struggled. But really, I would, I, I would say everyone apart from, you know, Iortha, Borna, Dawson, Bannon, Fletcher, Harris... Um, he's probably available. I would I would say that many people. You know, I mean, Reach has one good game in six. Um, Kieran Lee, I do love him. He's very consistent. He's a fantastic player, but I think he's getting on a bit now. Obviously, with his hip injury, he might struggle. Maybe he would be quite good to keep him on the bench. Hutchinson hasn't done very well this season as much as he usually would. Um, you know, all the strike force aren't really scoring apart from Fletcher. So, you know, that's pretty stone wall there. Um you know, or, or Luongo as well. We definitely keep Luongo. But Pelly Pessi, I mean he don't really get a game. Um you know, Fox has done very well, but 
you know, I don't know about Fox. It's, you know, he's done okay. Same with Palmer. The the very the very average. They're not gonna pull up any trees, but they might. They can probably both do as a job. To be fair, um, Westwood is probably just getting a bit on now. I think he's lost his place. Wildsmith ain't really getting in the team as much, but he he has been injured for a long period of time. So so there's a lot of players in there that that. We could move on. We could possibly sell, but really, you know, at this level, not a lot of teams have a lot of money to buy those players, and and obviously wages is a tough thing, especially with players like Rhodes and and people like that. So you might have to wait for the contracts to expire to sign anyone new. So, I mean, I don't think there needs to be any wild wide scale changes as of yet. I think in the summer those players they need to have a big change, but right now I think they just. Need to take a few players out, free up some wages, maybe put in some new additions and, and see how it goes. But yeah, we need to focus on pace. We need to focus on quality. We need to get a scouting right. Get some younger players in. Maybe bring some more players in from the lower league, from the, uh, from the reserves, you know. Big O, bring him in. He might be a very good player. Um, Could start bringing in... Uh, you know, when Matt Penny comes back off loan, you know, he looked pretty decent. Obviously, Thornley's gone, which I'm a bit disappointed about because I did rate Thornley, actually. I thought he were a very, very good player, but I think he was that good that he weren't getting enough game time, really. So, to be fair, I think you've just got to make a decision. You know, is he going to be in the starting lineup anytime soon? And with the way that Borna, Iorfa and Lees are playing, you don't... You don't really see him getting a chance, and I think he plays better at centre back than he does left back. Probably in a three, in a back three, that's I think he'd do very very well. But obviously, it's just the start of the transfer period. Hopefully, we've signed quite a few players, some good players, just to take us up that table a little bit further. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think uh, I'll keep you all um, updated. I'm trying to find new transfer, possible transfers, um, people coming in, people leaving, keep you updated on everything as much as I can. But yeah, uh, as I say, it's the start of the new year. I just want to thank you all again for all tuning in. And um, hopefully, hopefully this will be a fantastic year for the Wise Owl Club and uh, we'll get a lot, a lot more followers. Might even beat the Sheffield Wednesday followers that they've got, which is like 3,000 or something like that. So we're not far away. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for your support. A lot of good things are coming this year, I guarantee it. And um, I'll keep you updated as much as I can. But um, yeah, here we go. Let's get ready for 2020. Thank you all for listening. And I'll see you at the Leeds match on Saturday, which we are away uh, Ellen Road, but if any of you got a ticket, I have, so I'll see you there. Take care. Up the owls!